0: This is a Triple J podcast. Drum roll. Let's flick the switch.
1: Like a version. How do we do a cover for a song that we're so in love with? Name, the only answer is to completely change it.
2: It's fun to just try and do something really different.
1: It was so nerve wracking trying to pick something. We were shitting bricks. Are we allowed to say shitting bricks?
3: People are going to be mad about this. I can feel it. Like
2: pretty much this is the song we would have wrote if like we were smarter
0: (laughs) this is like a version such a special experience
2: it's on triple j
0: you are on triple j with dave and beck and it's that bloody time of the week dave
2: it is the iconic segment here on triple j the big dog like a version and today we have a very special guest young superstar all the way from the US of A. It's Claire Rosenkranz. Claire, good morning to you. Good morning. How are you feeling? I'm feeling great. That was a good intro. Oh, thank you so much. You know, we have to pull out the big guns when the big dogs rock up, you know? Yeah. <laughs> is that the sure. first time anyone's described you as the big dog?
1: I don't think so. Or, yeah, I, no, I
2: think it is. I, I don't think so. I'll tell you what, that was the No, big, it's
1: not the first time. That was one of the biggest
2: big dog moves I've ever heard in my life. I'm like, yeah, this is nothing new to me. <laughs> look, Claire, uh, thank you so much for coming through uh, to Triple J. Um, This is the first time in for Australia sure. for you.
1: Yes, it is.
2: Uh, all right. Well, look, paint us a word picture, Uh, when you landed into the country, what was the things going through? your mind
1: yo I mean when I first stepped outside the first thing I noticed was how nice the air fell I mean we landed really early so maybe it was just like the crisp morning yeah. but I just like have the idea that I mean everything is better in Australia the food's healthier the oxygen's better and cleaner so I was like oh <laughs> which, so nice
2: which city did you land in? Oh, yo, I don't know. I'm sorry to pull out the tricky (laughs) question. Yeah, but, uh, well, look, I'm glad that the air is clean and and fresh and that you're feeling good.
0: (laughs) Well, you're here right now with your band, and we want to talk to you about one particular member of your band.
2: Uh, Your bass player, who's Mm -hmm. also your producer, and also your father, Ragnar, the legendary, the silver-haired fox himself. (laughs) Uh, Can you talk about your relationship with your dad through music?
1: Yes, so uh, we, have uh, or I have been in a musical family ever since I was super little. Um, I grew up watching both my dad and my mom play music in my house. And uh, I think like I just watched them and listened to them play music constantly that I honestly thought it was just such like a family thing that it was just like so normal. And uh, he was also composing and producing ever since I was a little baby. And uh, when he was working on TV shows or commercials or whatever it was, sometimes he would uh, ask me to come into the studio and write something and i would write something for him and i would be kind of in and out of the studio ever since i was super little around 11 i was like you know what this can be more than just something i do with my family and luckily um my dad was super supportive and i'd been so used to kind of coming into the studio for like his stuff or whatever it was and i wanted to own Mm. it and do it myself and so um yeah our relationship has been really beautiful and it's super cool because he never forced me into it it was literally just me enjoying like the music I was hearing and or from my parents and uh, I was really given a voice to just like express myself in the studio which has been so helpful working with new people too because it's just like my dad has given me so much space to figure out my voice and then I respect his opinion and it's been like Obviously challenging at times because oh. he is my dad. This,
2: this is kind of one-on-one. To get it sounds like you both have a beautiful relationship. It Sounds like he gives you the space to you know oh, yeah. be your own person and your own artist. For but, sure. But when you're working on each other's music, um, how do you both critique or criticize each other? Like you know, even, even mm-hmm. though he's your dad, he, he's still also kind of your co-worker and your bandmate. Sure. So <laughs> if he tr- he's chucking down a, a, a slack bass. Base lick or whatever you gotta call him out oh
1: yeah I mean honestly I'm super blunt I'm just like I don't like it and some for the most part he's like okay you don't like it like we'll do something different Um, but then there are definitely times where we will disagree and we're both very Mm. stubborn people yeah Um, out of my entire family me and him are definitely the most stubborn so we'll be like we'll fight about it a little bit but in the end I probably will always get my way
2: <laughs> i mean hey that's it i mean you're not only are you the big superstar yes. you're also you're the, you're the daughter you're the daughter you know
1: yeah but i'll hear him out you know like i really he's been doing this for a really long time so i i respect his opinion for I, sure i
2: guess one last question on this is is when it comes to lyricism yeah. and your lyrics you know you're very you know you get in the muck with totally. your lyrics you know uh Is there ever a point where your dad has to kind of be like, I don't know, or maybe he kind of criticized some of the lyrics that you say?
1: Honestly, so I cannot write my lyrics around my dad. It has to be separate. And then I'll go into the studio and record them with him. And the thing is, like, he really does not listen to what i'm saying until we like finish the song and he'll like purely be listening to um production and then after the song is done he'll listen to it and be like what are you even (laughs) saying like what or what's this about or he'll want to know but also at the same time he keeps his distance on certain things so i think like that's really a big thing though that's been amazing is like he hasn't been like super annoying or like questioned a ton of my lyrics because he understands that that's something that's a very sensitive and vulnerable place and so if he were to just constantly be like I don't know, digging into, <laughs> digging into the things that I'm feeling and saying through these songs, like it wouldn't make me feel safe anymore to express them with him.
0: Yeah. So. Absolutely. Well, shout outs to Ragnar for being so cool. It's like a version, a Triple J brekkie with Dave and Beck. Claire Rosenkrantz is here. Her cover is coming up after the news, but which original song of yours will you be playing for us this morning? Screw time.
2: Hell yeah. Well, look. Claire Rosencrantz and her band are ready to go for Like A Version, performing her song Screw Time. Claire, take it away whenever you're ready.
1: All right.
3: trying to screw me
2: Go, Claire Rosencranz with her original ah. track, Screw Time. Of course, the band is there as well, as well as a very proud Papa. Um, Claire, how are you feeling? You look like you're having so much fun there.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm feeling great. Well, you should feel good because you smashed it. Now we have your cover coming up after the news. Do you have a clue for listeners so they can maybe try guess what you're covering?
1: Um, I would say it's something that your parents do when you get hurt. Some, as a little kid, probably.
2: <laughs> all right, something that your parents do when you get hurt as a little kid. That is the clue. If you think you know what Claire Rosencrantz is going to cover, let me know. 043975 Let's get to these headlines. You're on Triple J Brekkie with Dave and Beck. Drum roll.
1: Let's flick the switch.
3: Like a version.
1: How do we do a cover for a song that we're so in love with? The only answer is to completely change it.
2: It's fun to just try and do something really different.
1: It was so nerve-wracking trying to pick something. We were shitting bricks. Are we allowed to say
2: shitting bricks? People are going to yeah.
3: be mad about this, I you feel it.
0: Like...
2: Pretty much okay. this is the song we would have wrote if, like, we were smarter.
0: <laughs> this is like a virgin. It's such a special experience. It's, woo, on Triple J. It is still that time on Triple J Breakfast. Like a version with Claire Rosencrantz. You played your original before the news and a cover is coming up. And remind us of your clue again, Claire. Something that happened. No, something that your parents do when you get hurt.
2: Something that your parents do when you get hurt. Well, look. Look, it's big. It's big pressure. Before we get into it, um, I want to talk about a little bit of your past. Um, you used to be a ballet dancer. Um, do you ever still kind of bust out the moves on stage, or <laughs> what did ballet kind of teach you about stagecraft?
1: Oh, so much. It is literally one of the most helpful things I have had as a tool so far. I feel like in my in my little career, um, but yeah, with performing, I just uh, Know how to move my body on stage, and I didn't know that that's like something that's hard for some people to do. But, like, a question I get a lot is, Do you have a movement coach? And I was like, Nah, I just danced since I was three years old, and so that helped tremendously, along with a lot of other things. And,
2: um, just sorry. making music, too yeah, so you were dancing at three years old, oh, yeah, when did you Baby. start walking?
1: It's- Probably three years old. Bro, so you, <laughs> as soon
2: as you, started moon, you moonwalked as your first step, it was
1: crazy. <laughs> yeah, I got up and started moonwalking. <laughs>
2: well, well, I'm sure you saw Claire bust out those moves when she was on tour.
0: Yes, but right now you're here for Like A Version and it's time to reveal what song you're covering. Claire Rosencrantz, please tell us what you're taking on this morning. Kiss
1: It Better by Rihanna.
2: All right, kiss yes, kiss here better, we go. Baby. Bit of re-re for your Friday morning. Um, Why this song in particular, Claire?
1: Ugh, this last month or two months ago, I randomly just got into that album again. Mm. Um, Rihanna's anti album. And uh, I just like went through that so many times and honestly forgot how good it was. But every time that song came on, like... It just did something. And so I was like, why not? Why not cover it? It makes me feel something.
2: Look, when you're an artist like Rihanna, even though everyone's begging for this new music, everyone's still going to see what she dropped five years ago. Oh,
1: hell yeah. She's
2: leaving us hungry. Well, look. So good. I'm very keen to see Claire take on Rihanna's Kiss It Better. So, look, I'm going to get out of your way. Claire, when you and your band are ready, please take it away.
1: Amazing. Thank you.
3: I was gonna get a like that, show I argue You, yo, had to take me back Who cares when it feels like crack But you know that you always do right Man, fuck your pride Just take it on back, boy, take it on back Take it back all night Take it on back, take it on back back. Mm, Do what you gotta do, keep me up all night Hurting bad and it hurts and sharp When I look you in the eye Can't do it like that. No one else gonna get it like that. So I argue, yo. Had to take me back. Who cares when it feels like crack? But you know that you always do right. Man, fuck your pride. Up all night, hurting bad, and it hurts and shy when I look you in.
2: And crayons covering the iconic Rihanna kiss it better for this morning's like a version. Uh, Claire, how are you feeling after that?
1: I'm feeling really good, that was fun. <laughs> Man, well, look,
2: again, you look like you were having fun. We saw those ballet moves, kind of in oh, okay. <laughs> um, just
1: in pure words.
2: Well, look, um, Claire, uh, unfortunately for everyone who wasn't able to catch you, your, your time in Australia is wrapping up. Uh, if you've done this tour, you've done Splendor in the Grass, mm-hmm. but coming up for you next is your next album your new album just because it is out on October 6th uh how are you feeling about this upcoming album dropping
1: good I am so ready for it I feel like I've been holding this for so long and I'm ready to release it and so that people can hear whatever I was experiencing and hopefully it helps them through their own stuff because it helped me through a lot of my stuff too um yeah, I'm stoked.
0: Well, we are so stoked for you. October 6th is the day of the debut album from Claire Rosencrantz. But thank you so much for coming in for Like A Version. We loved having you. Thank you for having me. The Triple J, okay. J app. If you don't have it, well, that's your problem, isn't it? Yeah. Watch this week's Like A Version, catch up on all the latest Triple J content, and listen back to your favourite shows. Or tune in to Triple J, Double J, or Unearth Live to discover even more music the Triple J app. Download it now.